0: Welcome to Watch Therefore, our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore, we're watching for our King, our Savior, Messiah Jesus, hallelujah, He's coming soon people to watch therefore and be ready. Doe Schwartz and I'm downright happy in Jesus. I am very close to the city of the great king. I've been in Jerusalem today and I've been walking around the streets praying for the peace of Jerusalem just like the Bible says. Wow, what, what a deal to get to do just what the Bible says. Have a word of prayer with me and I've got an exciting message for those who have eyes to see and ears to hear. If that's you, There's a special message for you today. Many don't today, sadly. But if you have eyes to see and ears to hear, wow, this thing here, this word here is going to get you really excited, I think. So let's pray. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your goodness to us. Thank you for your great love for us, Father. In Messiah Jesus' name, Father, I ask you to please bless and anoint this program. Bless and anoint this. This program and bless all who are listening today. I ask this Father in the name of King Jesus, who's coming very soon. We know that Father bless this program today. So, uh, Amen. Uh, so as we uh, as we go forth in this program today, uh, I want you to think about a term I'm going to use: uh, a remnant within a remnant, a remnant within a remnant. For example, in Romans 11, five, which I taught on recently on the program, it says, even so sp- speaking of the children of Israel, even so then at this t- present time, there is a remnant according to the election of grace. Yes. And what that's talking about is a, a remnant of Jewish believers in Jesus, a remnant of Jewish believers in Jesus who have been saved from the time of the resurrection of Messiah Jesus. And even before then, of course, there was a remnant uh, according to grace, according to election, before the time of Messiah Jesus. But in Romans 11, what he's doing, he's pointing back to that Hebrew passage, that Hebraic concept. That though Israel was in great sin, the Lord told Elijah that there is a, a seven thousand who hadn't bowed the knee to Baal. Right? Well, Paul is using that passage to say, look, just like there was a remnant then who had been chosen by the Lord according to grace, who had who were walking after the Lord, in this new covenant time, there have been Jewish people who believe in, who have been believers in Jesus all the way through and Paul is telling them in Romans 9 through 11 um, How to think about the Jewish people But listen, it's more than just how to think about the Jewish people These passages teach us how to believe in the Lord how to think of ourselves how to think of this generation that we're in right now Oh, stay with me Please stay with me. So I want you to think about the term a remnant within a remnant because Yes, there is a remnant that's here in this passage in Romans eleven five that speaks of all the Jewish believers who have been saved down through the ages, but there's a remnant within that remnant, and then there's a seed within that remnant. What do I mean? Oh, listen, this has everything to do with everyone who is alive in this generation, Jew or Gentile, everyone in the world now i'm going I'm setting this all up here. Now think of this. Here are three words that are often kind of abused in, you know, like maybe Christian television or whatever, but think of these words. Okay, you ready? Apostolic, that which is from the apostles, apostolic, prophetic, end times. Do you hear these words abused ever in, in uh, you know, Christian media or whatever? But how about if you could see and hear and, and touch these words in their most authentic context. As uh, This is incredible. What I mean is we are in apostolic prophetic end times. What if I told you we're in apostolic times because the words of the Apostle Paul are going to leap off the pages of the Bible right into your face today, right into your spirit, okay? It doesn't get any more genuine than the apostolic in apostolic terms than the Apostle Paul, right? And what if I could say it's prophetic, this generation, because it's from the words of the prophets in the Bible. It doesn't get any more authentic in terms of, of prophetic than that, does it? And, and what if I told you this is in the context of this generation being end times because it pertains to the time of Jesus coming back to sit on the throne of David to end this age and start the age of of the thousand year reign of Messiah Jesus spoken of in Revelation chapter 20. By the way, it's mentioned six times in Revelation chapter 20. So, Apostolic prophetic end times, that's who we are. Everyone in this, everyone in the world today lives in an apostolic prophetic end times generation. So having said all that, let's look at the remnant within the remnant first, then we'll look at the seed within that remnant. So in Romans chapter nine, the apostle Paul, apostolic, quotes the prophet Isaiah, prophetic, about the coming of Messiah Jesus end times. And, And here's how he does it. He quotes Isaiah 10, 22, and 23 when Paul uh, writes Romans, what is now Romans nine twenty seven, twenty eight. Uh, here we see it. Isaiah also cries out concerning Israel, Though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, the remnant will be saved. For he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness because the Lord will make a short work upon the earth. Now, when when I have, have spoken about this even with, with pastors who are precious men that I respect, they have inherited the teaching that what this has to mean is just like Romans eleven five says, there is a there's a remnant according to election and grace of the Lord, a remnant of Jewish people who have followed the Lord ever since there were Jewish people. Old covenant and new covenant. Okay? And that's what all this is talking about here. Well, you know, there's a there's a a Bible interpretation method called context is king. And, and 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 it goes like this. You you can't take the scripture out of its context and know for sure what it's saying. Okay? Now that's not the only Bible interpretation principle, but it certainly is one of them. And here's another one. This is crazy, you ready? This is really off the wall. The plain meaning rule, what does that mean? What it means is exactly what it says, and what it says is what it means. I know that's that's crazy, but, but you know, just go figure. So if we look at, at, at those principles, we can say, okay, in Isaiah 10, what was Isaiah talking about if we really want to understand who this remnant is? Though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, the remnant will be saved. Is this just talking about all of the remnant of the Jewish people who have ever been saved? Now, what does this have to do with the deliverer? Uh, finishing the work and cutting it short in righteousness upon the earth. What what does this have to do with this remnant? Well, all we have to do is go to Isaiah chapter 10. In Isaiah chapter 10, we see the answer. And I think this is very exciting. It says in Isaiah 10, 22. Let's go to 21. The remnant, speaking of Israel, the remnant will return the remnant of Jacob to the mighty God. For though your people, O Israel, be as the sand of the sea, a remnant of them will return. The destruction decreed shall overflow with righteousness, for the Lord God of hosts will make a determined end in the midst of all the land. Well, it says they'll return. Does that mean like they'll return to the Lord? Well, let's go back to verse 20, Isaiah 10. And it shall come to pass in that day that the remnant of Israel and such as have escaped out of the house of Jacob will never again depend on him who defeated them. What does this mean? This is the Jewish people have been scattered out from the nations. by the, uh, They've been trampled on all over the earth and wandering all over the earth. You've heard the term a wandering Jew, but then they've been gathered back to the land of Israel. And it shall come to pass in that day. What's that day? That's the day of the Lord, when he comes back to reign and rule over the earth from Jerusalem, that the remnant of Israel and such as have escaped of the house of Jacob will never again depend on him who defeated them. That means Israel won't be depending on America or any other nation. And then those nations always turn on Israel, they depended on on Babylon, they depended on Assyria, they depended on nations around the world at different times who always turn on them and then defeat them, no, but they will depend on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, in truth. The remnant will return the remnant of Jacob to the mighty God, for though your people, O Israel, be as the sand of the sea, a remnant of them will return, the destruction decreed shall overflow with righteousness, for the Lord God of hosts will make a determined end in the midst of all the land. It's speaking of the Jews. Just as at the time of the return of the Lord, he gathers them out of the nations, unbelieving, not yet believing in Messiah Jesus. And that's what he's done today. That's the generation we live in. That's the generation we live in. And so the remnant are those who receive Jesus at the end of the tribulation period that's coming very soon. And the Lord will come back in righteousness and all of Israel that is alive at the time of the coming of the Lord will be saved. Now listen, Romans eleven twenty-five through 27 is a wonderful cross-reference of this passage. And he says this, Paul writes, For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. When the Lord has finished saving the Gentiles with the gospel, he then returns to sit on the throne of David. And what, what do we see in verse 26 of Romans 11? And so all Israel will be saved, as it is written. The deliverer will come out of Zion, and he will turn ungodliness from Jacob, for this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. Oh, I've heard people, listen, if you torture the scriptures enough you can make them to confess to anything and so i've heard people say well see it says here all of israel will be saved so that means all the jews who've ever lived will be saved right no jesus said i'm the way the truth of life and, and no one comes to god the father except through me jesus said our lord now this is when the deliverer comes he returns to sit on the throne of, of Of David and that's when all of Israel who survives the tribulation Zechariah 13 says two-thirds will perish in the tribulation in Israel no but those who come through it that remnant that survives it will be saved but folks there are people who give me a hard time. Why do you talk about blessing Israeli believers on the radio? Why? Why? And they laugh. They snicker at me and they laugh. Oh, oh, blessing Israeli believers and stuff like that. Right? Well, you won't be laughing when you stand before the Lord. And now I'm going to share with you, having shared with you the remnant within the remnant. Now the seed within the remnant, because here's what we have. We have, we have, a remnant of Jewish people, a small number of Jewish people who have ever lived that, that have been gathered at this time out of the nations back to the land of Israel, unbelieving. So out of 6 million unbelieving Jewish people, listen to who the seed is. Romans eleven twenty nine, apostolic, prophetic, end times. And as Isaiah said before, Unless the Lord of Sabaoth, Adonai or Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts is what this means. Unless the Lord of hosts had left us a seed, we would have become like Sodom. We would have become like Sodom and we would have been made like Gomorrah. What is he saying here? He's saying, Israel having been gathered in its darkness and in its sin back to the land of Israel, just before the time, the Messiah returns after the great tribulation, where two-thirds of Israel will perish in the land. Today in Israel, there's abortion. Today in Israel, there's lostness. Today in Israel, there's homosexuality. Today in Israel, there's every kind of sin imaginable. Why isn't the Lord, how can he justify with his holy nature, not blasting Israel off the face of the earth like Sodom and Gomorrah? How is it that he doesn't have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah for bringing the Jews back here and and allowing them to walk and live this way just before he comes. Think of this with regard to Sodom and Gomorrah. What did the Lord do to facilitate pouring out his wrath and fury and decimating and destroying all in Sodom and Gomorrah? He had to pull out the righteous ones first. So he pulls lot out Of Sodom Gomorrah, so he can pour out his fury on Sodom and Gomorrah. But with regard to Israel, he has done the exact opposite. And so that he can justify not doing what he did to Sodom and Gomorrah, he has inserted a seed of righteousness. About 20,000 Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who have that seed of righteousness in them scattered all over the land of Israel preserving the land and people of Israel until Messiah comes hello and that's why we have a ministry called blessing israeli believers years ago there was a fellow named blackaby wonderful bible teacher he's still alive as I understand it but he, years ago he had this special program that went far and wide Um, And it, 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 it was called, I think, Experiencing God. And one of the themes of that discipleship program was find out where God is working and join him in it. Yes? And I submit to you because of the apostolic, prophetic, end times, holy scriptures that today the Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus are a fulcrum, a hub, a linchpin in the whole world pertaining to the Lord's prophetic plans. And 99.9% of the believers in Jesus in the world have no idea. Yes. And I'm telling you what the Lord is doing right now with the Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus, He is preserving this land and people of Israel, and He is directing prophetic events across the whole world. Hello, hallelujah. And so, what we're doing is we have found out where the Lord is working, and we have joined Him in it. And I am over being frustrated by people who don't want to listen or don't care what the Lord's doing in this generation. And I'm saying, if you don't care and you don't want to know and you want to go on about a casual, idolatrous, false Christian life and um, rub your Jesus genie and hope your little Jesus comes out of the genie and grants you all your wishes and then put your little Jesus genie lamp back on the counter when you get what you want, you go that way. You go that way. But for those who are looking for this king who's coming, who know I don't have time for church games, we have a king who's coming, and I'm going to get serious, and I want to know what pleases the heart of the Lord. I, I, I understand Romans 10:1, where the Holy Spirit pours himself out through Paul onto the pages and says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. For those of you who understand that and hear that message, here we are. Blessing Israeli believers, proclaiming it. I'm proclaiming it. You can laugh, you can snicker, but I'm proclaiming this king's coming and the Israeli believers, it says, are a sign and a wonder. Isaiah 8.18, we are here for signs and wonders in Israel. Hallelujah. And for anyone who wants to pray and for anyone who wants to financially partner with the gospel going out, with discipleship amongst the Israelis, uh, with with saving babies, the physical seed of Abraham from abortion, Hallelujah. And and who wants to minister to Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Jesus. Here we are. Here we are. You just go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. By the way, that's who paid for you to hear this message today. And so you just go to com, And we will see the glory of the Lord. Why? Because this is what he's doing. This is the center of what he's doing. And and and. All of of the universe is focusing in now on Jerusalem, according to the prophetic, the apostolic prophetic end time scriptures. Why? Because this king is going to be coming to sit on the throne in Jerusalem very soon. Before then, there's this little event that Paul talks about in 1 Thessalonians 4, when he says, uh, therefore, the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout. With the voice of an archangel, the trumpet of God, the dead in Messiah will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Listen, we don't sorrow as those who have no hope. We who are saved by Messiah Jesus and are looking for his coming or watching, therefore, he's our blessed hope. We've put our hope fully, like Peter says in the grace that is to be revealed to us at the revelation of Messiah Jesus. That's when in the clouds for us. That's why I proclaim, watch, therefore, watch, therefore, watch, therefore, and be the faithful servant who's watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. That's why we have our ministry, blessing Israeli believers to the Jew first and poured out for the nations and then to the, to the nations, then to the Gentiles. And so we're going out with the gospel. Oh, well, there's no, there's no distinction between Jew and Gentile anymore, brother. Oh, really? Well, listen, husbands, is there any distinction between you and your wife? Well, you're both saved, right? There's no distinctions between male and female there's no distinction between slave and free No, you, people have taken that verse out of context and it's all crazy no it means the the, the we all get saved the same way uh, we all are walking by grace and grace alone but it doesn't mean there's not distinctions in the prophetic plans of the lord and the roles the lord had for, has for his people okay so having said all of that and i've said more than a mouthful i think we should pray oh father in heaven in messiah Jesus' name, oh God, oh God, uh, this is the time where your people are so asleep, but, but you want us to be so awake, oh Messiah Jesus Lord, that we would turn our eyes upon Jesus and look full in his wonderful face, that the things, the, the idols and the foolishness that we've embraced that are in this world would grow strangely dim, in the light of his glory and grace. Oh, God, that we would put down church games and be the body of Messiah, looking for you to come, preparing as a bride for the groom. Oh, listen, Father. Oh, Father, I know You. your ears are always open to our prayers. Oh, Father, please, please that your people would listen and there would be someone today who would repent of worldly, carnal, average, mediocre Americanize Christianity and say I want to follow Jesus I want to be on fire for the Lord I want to I want to go forward with I want to deny myself and take up my cross and follow Jesus and, and 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 I want to bless Israel not just because I'll be blessed but because it blesses your heart Lord and I love you oh father touch someone's heart who's listening who's not really yet saved and and they, they need to Understand that they have no hope without Jesus. They can't be good enough. All of sin are going to hell, but that they put their faith in you, Lord Jesus, who died on the cross for sins and you were buried. And hallelujah. On the third day, you rose again, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Oh, that there would be somebody today who was listening. that would say, I'm lost. I don't want to go to hell. And Jesus save me. I'm a sinner and teach me how to follow you. And I don't want to live a life for myself. I want to live a life for my father in heaven. Oh, oh, that they would see our good works and glorify our Father in heaven. Oh, Father, do these things. And thank you that we're here for the most special, important generation in the history of humanity. Oh, thank you, Father. And bless the Israeli believers. Help us bless the Israeli believers. It's so important to me that I had to come and be one. (laughs) So bless us here in the land, Father. Thank you, Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we are out of time, and here's how we like to end the program. Remember to watch, therefore, Messiah Jesus is coming any moment. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv. And mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.